0: Alright, 3, 2, 1, how's it going everybody and welcome back to Nerd Stuff with Ian 2.0 Podcast. And as always, I'm your host Ian. And today's episode, as you guys have already read the title, we're getting back to doing Batman Beyond Rebirth. I figured we'd finally cover Volume 4. But it's essentially Volume 4 was really just Issue 13. And that's kind of a quick one-off story. Same as the Batwoman one. That can't or the Bat Women Beyond story that happened. So you, this one was called Gotham Games. Now it's only a one-issue story, but it actually had a very good amount of character utilization as well as just kind of, in my opinion, when I went back to reread it for doing this episode, I didn't realize when I reread it. How much it kind of, you know, really drew from the actual cartoon, of Batman Beyond cartoon, and really, you know, tried to use what Dan Jurgens had already pre-established. So, let's get right into it. So, when you start up issue 13 for Gotham Games, pretty much Batman Beyond, at this point, he's been asked to go into the lower levels of Gotham City, or now Neo-Gotham, to pretty much investigate these bombs that have been placed around the city. There is, you know, this crazy criminal out there whose idea is, hey, I'm I'm gonna blow up the city. Like they like Gotham needs to be destroyed. It needs to go. And Batman Beyond's the only one who has the chance to really save Gotham. Now while all that's going on, Gotham also is experience, is going through a game they like to call the Tri Ball Games. Essentially it's more like street basketball more or less but instead of just two courts where it's one court on each side you have three courts it's put into a y it was something different that bernard chen who normally is the artist who he for this issue was the artist and the writer for it he just thought it up as something cool to kind of just throw in there which i didn't mind it i thought it was something kind of just to add in to it and kind of give everybody a little more of like a feel of you know, Terry's personal life. And I thought it worked out well. So, while Terry is, of course, investigating, you have Matt and Max. They're pretty much for Team Gotham in the regular district. And they're more or less going against the other two districts. And the main one was the financial district, which has majority of the finances. So, while Terry is doing his investigation, he ends up finding himself in underground tunnel where he has a fi- where he's piecing together that this is where the first bomb is he kind of has an inkling of where each of the bombs is kind of just based off just radiation and everything like that attached to him while Terry is underground investigating he runs across an old villain from the Batman Beyond cartoon now for people who are you know familiar with it he ran across the, char- the villain of Shriek Now, to kind of give a quick refresher for people who haven't watched the show in a while, for people who know of the character, but they've kind of just like, ah, my mind doesn't remember it It is. you have Shriek. His name, real name is Walter Shrieve. And his big thing is he developed a Sonic suit. Now, while within the suit, he's able to convert Sonics into weapons. That was his big thing. He worked for, for, worked for, uh, Matt, for, Mr. Powers, a.k.a. Blight. I can't remember his first name for whatever reason. Top of my head. But essentially, he was a subsidiary of, of Wayne Powers. That was his big thing. And he was trying to convince Mr. Powers, a.k.a. Blight, into letting him use this technology. Pretty much which was using Sonics while within the suit, he was able to absorb Sonics within the suit as pretty much ability to then use them back. As a weapon, So if you spoke at him or if a train went by, he can manipulate the sounds, he can launch them your way, he can make you believe you have a train near you, he can mess with your head. And I think that made him a cool villain when he was initially established. Now, at the end of it, you know, he ended up losing his hearing. Terry got pretty much Terry, messed with his head, headset, and the feedback made him deaf, which... You know, you're thinking about that in context for a child's cartoon. Like, that's pretty brutal. To make a character who could hear just deaf. And that's where most people kind of know of him. Well, during this, Terry runs across Shriek and Shriek's like... I'm down here. I'm in the underbelly of Gotham. Like, you need to leave. I'm here to protect it. And Terry's like, no you're not. You're you're a villain. Like, what are you doing here? Like, I'm not here to fight you, but at the same time... like." I don't fully believe you. Like you're, you're not a hero. And Shriek's like, no, I am. Like I am a hero. I've been trying to protect these tunnels. So you need to go. And of course, they get into it. Terry barely escapes. But while Terry's escaping, they're still playing. The tri-ball game is going on. And you have Barbara talking to the to Mayor Fox, who, if I recall, is the I think they're going he is the son of Lucius Fox, who for most people were kind of curious, he's all a the son of Lucius Fox or Lucas, if you want to go with his name. Morris he's like that. He became Batwing in main continuity. So it's way of Dan Jurgens' way of kind of keeping a lot of what Batman mythos was already going on. That wasn't established in the Batman cartoon. Batman Beyond cartoon when it first initially came out. A lot of new characters came out during this. Batwing being one that came out during. Pretty much Gotham. Versus, I guess came out in Batman Incorporated. Where Bruce's journey was. He'd go around the world. Knowing that Batman can't be everywhere. Batman very much is. A person whose sole focus is on Gotham. And the concept was created By. by Graham Morrison. And it was a cool story. Like I really liked it. Like both me and my dad, like we liked the concept back when it initially came out. Cause when him and I had a in depth discussion about it, he was like, It makes sense. Batman can't be in Japan, can't be in Germany. Like he needs to find guys that are very similar to him and give them chances to, you know, have access to some of his technology, help train them, make them better. And of course he Batman being who he is. He found different people. And of course he ended up getting Batwing. He found Batwing who more or less essentially was... Sorry I had to yawn. He was more or less kind of very similar to Marvel's Falcon. The suit was cool and I really liked the suit how it was set up. And it pretty much more or less relied upon... You know, a lot of technology, very similar to an early concept for a Batman Beyond suit. But, it was done by Lucas Fox, Lucius Fox's son, and, of course, or Luke Fox, however you want to go with it. And, he more or us was Batwing, and that was the big thing, that was his big promise. Or, prominence in the bat family now he unfortunately it's not been used as much as some bat fans would have preferred i'm kind of of that same ideas i feel like he was a cool character to really they had chances to play with just unfortunately he wasn't played with but to get back to the story kind of giving you guys backstory along with every other thing that dan Jurgen just kind of pulling in this way you guys aren't fully you know confused and thrown off whenever i talk about things Terry ends up, of course, Batman Beyond, I should say, ends up escaping, and he ends up going into Chinatown, where he runs across a villain who called himself the Hacker. Now, the Hacker's ability is, essentially, any technology he touches, he can override it. And he developed a staff to help him go along with it. Now, the Hacker's real name is Bo Han. And he came across, he was in Gotham City when Brother Eye attacked so when Brother Eye attacked, like most people during the, pretty much, the uh, future Future's End storyline, where Brother Eye, you know, used all AI, start killing off heroes, converting humans, Bohan ran was attacked by, pretty much, a converted Brother Eye. And in that same battle, Bohan learned that he, he could control technology, he could destroy it. Because he was looking for his mom after the building was exploded. And she was dead. And he made his life's mission to... You know, protect the city. While at the same time... To destroy any and all Brother Eye technology. And as Bohan fights Batman Beyond... He's like, your technology is very similar to Brother Eye. It's very good. It's very difficult. But I'm going to beat you. He's like, so get out. He's like, unless you want to get defeated... Here and now, you need to leave my city. And Terry's like, really, another person wants me to get out of here? Another person's coming after me when I haven't even began battling them? And Bohan's, of course, coming at him with, you know, he's starting up cars, sending him his way down. And he's, he's coming at Terry with, or aka Batman Beyond, a lot of just different technologies. And he's like, you know what? I don't even want to deal with this. I'm going. All I'm trying to do is disarm bombs. And which he ends up doing. And when Terry finally gets that last bomb, he ends up getting attacked by another villain. Now, at this point, this villain, her name is Freon, and she's from the Terrific Trio. Now, for her, she was a part of more, was a part of Season 1's Batman Beyond, and she was part of the Terrific Trio, which is more or less like an allegory for the Fantastic Four and she was exposed similar to them to this cosmic radiation and she more or less gained powers where you know she was frosty but where she was kind of like oxygen she was kind of like air but she was also radiation she was a lot of different weird things then you had magma and then i can't remember there's one other character but he was very similar to pretty much mr fantastic so you had a mr fantastic character you had a combination of the human torch and the thing and magma, and then you had Freon, who's more or less kind of like very similar to Invisible Woman. And they're more or less scientists that more or less were affected by the government. They try to work for the government. Government ended up wanting them dead because they were they're just too powerful to them and they pretty much would have led to a lot of more or less Bigger issues for the government. So of course. They end up Morris becoming villains. And. In the end they were victims of their own. Success. While. At the same time they ended up losing. Well for this. During it. Freon had a more adverse reaction. After. Morris Michael. Her husband who was magma. Was trying to cure her. Along with the rest, because during this time she was like I he was like, I need to save you. I, I have to. Like I can't just let you you know, you're the longer you're in this form, the more radioactive you're becoming. Like you're a danger to everybody. So of course he puts her in a suit and to help kind of control her. Well during that, she unfortunately her radiation's just too much. And ends up killing Michael. And She blamed Batman Beyond for it because he ruined their lives. And she was the one that's planted the bombs all around the city. She hated Parents Batman Beyond for what he did. And I kind of like what Bernard Chang did with that. I thought that was a good deep cut to give us Shriek along with Freon from the trip, from the terrific trio. And then give us a new character in Bohan who all three really gave an idea of what Gotham City was had become and gave you kind of an idea of where these some of these characters that we really hadn't seen other than, you know, maybe a one-off episode there or maybe a couple episodes from Batman Beyond that got a little extra you know, a villain became a couple extra episodes, but really wasn't the villain it was more or less treated as the villain of the day. And of course, you know, during this battle With Freon, Terry gets overwhelmed and overpowered. But within, with, while Terry's being, I should say, being attacked and being overridden by radiation, Shriek and Bohan ended up teaming up to help Batman. And they ended up overriding her suit, shutting her powers down, and the police ended up taking Freon into custody. And Terry, of course, thanks them all while Terry's trying to go see Tribal. And it was interesting to see that, I should say when I go back to this, is when, I should go back to this when Terry was dealing with Shriek is, when Terry was underground, Terry ran across a bunch of people who had lost their homes that were from outside of Gotham that came inside, they were trying to get help, and Terry was trying to help them, and they are like, no, we're, we're protected here, we're protected by Shriek, and Within this book, you have the past of each one. how Each of those three characters and how they got there. Bohan dealing with Brother I. Shriek pretty much, more or less, after Future's End happened. He decided to go underground. He, Blackgate opened up and he was like, I need to change my life. And Freon blaming Batman for everything that went wrong. And I just thought it was a good story that I feel as though... It was a nice one-off to kind of as a as a I say palate cleanser for Batman Beyond readers, at least to me, and I liked it. I thought it did what it needed to be done. So that is issue thirteen of Batman Beyond, or more us or there like fourth, I guess technically fifth story in the line. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully. I gave you guys a little more insight on the characters, and hopefully, you know, it gets you guys excited for more of these volumes. So, with that being said, you guys have a great night, and uh thanks for listening. And, of course, you know, like, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the fun places, or even just where you listen to this podcast at. So, uh, thanks again for listening, and have a great day. Later.